So we're thinking about stars. And I have to say at the start that I absolutely love stars. And I think that's how I began my talk last Christmas, except we were talking about angels, and I said I absolutely love angels. Well, I do, and stars, I think, probably come second to angels. I absolutely love being in a place where there's not much light so that you can actually see the stars at night. And sadly, in London, that doesn't happen very often. We don't often get a clear enough night, and there's so much light pollution around that it's really hard to spot the stars. But if you go to the countryside, somewhere where there's not too many street lamps and there's no houses and businesses blazing out their lights all night, it's an absolutely magical sight to see the stars. And my favourite view of stars ever in my life was when we were on a family trip to Zimbabwe in 2012. And there were no street lamps or, or blazing lights anywhere and the night was completely clear. And as we went outside, the whole sky was just crammed with the most beautiful shining bright stars it was so amazing that I almost fell over because I was so busy staring up I wasn't looking where I was going but that is a sight that will remain with me for a very very long time but whether or not you can actually see the stars at night they're always there and they can be very useful things for us the first way in which stars can be really useful is that they can help you to find your way There's one particular star that's really useful for this. Does anybody know the name of that star? One star that stands out in the night sky. Even in London, we can often see this star. Yes, right at the back. Not Venus, it's the name of a star. Yep. Oh, you love shooting stars, don't you? Oh, I wish it was. It's not a shooting star. It has a name, Boris. The North Star, that's right, or the Pole Star, brilliant. And the North Star sits directly above the North Pole, that's how it gets its name. And this star appears to stay in one place all the time and not move. And it's a really bright star, so it's easy to spot. And by using the North Star, you can work out your direction and location, if you know what to do. So before the wonders of GPS and lots of detailed maps... Sailors of old apparently used to use their fingers to measure precisely how high a star was in the sky. So if he held his arms out straight in front of him and laid his fingers on top of each other, a mariner could measure the height of a star such as the North Star from the horizon. And then based on that idea that something about the height being equal to the latitude or something like that, sailors could use the star to estimate their location and where they needed to turn. It sounds absolutely foolproof. I don't know that I would have been able to do it, but that's how they found their way. And when we think about the star in the Christmas story, that was also a fantastic navigation tool. The wise men from the east were studying the stars and they saw a new star appear in the sky. And they knew that that meant that a new king had been born. So immediately they followed that star and they went to find out where this new king was. And eventually, around a roundabout way, the star led them to Jesus and they were able to worship him. Now this Christmas, in all the things that we're doing here in church, we're using the phrase, follow the star. And it's something that's being used by lots and lots of churches all over the country as a way of encouraging people this Christmas to follow the star and to find out more about Jesus, the star that points to Jesus. 
So maybe this Christmas that's a challenge for you. Maybe you need to follow that star and find out a bit more about Jesus for yourself. And if you do, I'd recommend you just to take the opportunity to step away from all the bright lights and all the distractions of the season that are around us so much already. But just take some time to find out who Jesus was and who he is today. Or maybe you can invite other people to follow the star by bringing them along to one of our Christmas services and sharing with them what you already believe about Jesus. So let's follow the star together this Christmas. But what else can we say about the word star? The star uh, word can be used in different ways. I don't know if any of you have ever had a gold star at school for doing something good. Anybody? Yes, William has. Brilliant. So at school, you often get stars of the day or stars of the week, people that have done something really good. A star's used to praise someone, isn't it? To say, well done. Whether that's because you've been well behaved or whether you've achieved something, you are a star. And in our story of Christmas, the angel says something similar to Mary. You heard Nathan read this. When he announced the news to Mary that she was going to have a baby, he said that God was very pleased with her. He said, well done, Mary. God has found favour in you. You found favour in God's eyes. And Mary's given more than just a gold star with that well done. She's given the opportunity to carry the Son of God and to be his mother growing up on earth. That made me think, I wonder what an angel would say to us if he came to deliver a message. I wonder if I have found favour with God. I wonder if he's pleased with me. Perhaps that's something that we can all think about during this Advent season as we prepare ourselves for Christmas. How could we please God by what we say and do during this special time of year? Excuse me, I'm going to have to cough. (coughs) Sorry. There are other kinds of ways the word star is used, and this is another one that's very popular today. The word star is used to describe someone who's a celebrity, isn't it? Someone who's famous and successful in what they do. So we have movie stars, we have TV stars, and rock stars. And there's a special walkway in Hollywood where all the celebrities of film and screen have a star named after them. And you have made it in Hollywood if you've got one of those stars on the Walk of Fame. But there are stars in our country too. Many of us at the moment are spending a lot of time every night watching a bunch of so-called stars in the jungle, eating bugs and swimming in swamps. Come on, admit it. If you're watching I'm a Celebrity, put your hand up. I thought so. Excellent. But when it comes to Christmas, who is the star of the show? The kings expected, uh, when they saw that star, that it would be a king that was born in a palace, surrounded by luxury and riches. They thought the star in the sky would point them to a celebrity in a special place of honour and status. And they were pretty surprised when King Herod said no. There's no baby being born here in the palace. They didn't expect that a new king would be found in a place like Bethlehem. But there he was. Jesus, the son of God, Mary's son. And the star shone right over the place where Jesus was. 
This week, as I said earlier, we've been presenting the Christmas story through something called the Christmas Journey. And we've had 240 primary school children from four local schools in the church, moving around, meeting the Christmas characters and finding out what the real Christmas story is. And the children saw the baby in the manger. It was actually a doll, although one of them did actually believe it was real. Um, But they also met one of the kings, Robert Mills, dressed up beautifully. And the kings told them about the amazing gifts that he was taking to Jesus. They were gifts fit for a king, gifts of worship and gifts that reflected how important the death of that baby would one day be. Jesus is the star of Christmas, but do we recognise him? And in all the busyness of getting ready for Christmas, are we aware of Jesus, the star of Christmas? And are we acknowledging that he is the king? So I've asked you quite a lot of questions this morning. Maybe one of those questions has struck you more than the others. Maybe it's something about following the star so that you can find out more about Jesus this year or inviting someone else to come with you, to follow the star with you at Christmas. Or maybe it's about preparing yourself and getting ready for Christmas by making Jesus the most important part of the celebrations. Or maybe it's what that song was saying to us, letting Jesus transform us from the inside out to be the person that he wants us to be so that we can shine out his love to others in everything that we say and do. And if we do that, surely we will find favour with God. We will hear God say, well done, you're a star. So I'd like us just to be quiet and pray together. Father God, help us to follow your star this Christmas time. Help us to invite others along with us too as we prepare for this important time of the year. And in the midst of all our celebrations and preparations, may we make you the most important thing. Help us to be transformed from the inside by your love, so that we may shine your love in all we say and do this Christmas. Amen. Okay, you know I like you to take something. And it's here in these baskets, if I can have a couple of sensible people. Who's sensible? Will's going to be sensible, I hope. Uh, Chelsea. If you could just pass the basket round, start at the front, that's it. And take out a star. Well done. I'd like you to take this star with you. It's a star that invites you to follow. So it says follow the star on the front. Mm -hmm. And I'd like you to do one of two things with this star. It's up to you what you want to do, but choose what it might be. I'd like you to either put this star somewhere that will remind you to do something about getting to know Jesus better for yourself this Christmas. There's a fantastic idea in our monthly magazine, which if you haven't picked up, they were at the back when you came in and they'll still be there. Um, it, the suggestion is that every day in December, you read a chapter of the book of Luke. That's the gospel in the, in the New Testament part of the Bible, the story of Jesus. And there are 24 chapters in the book of Luke. So if you start today on the 1st of December and read one chapter every single day, 
By the time you get to Christmas Day, you will know all about Jesus. You'll have read the whole book of Luke. You'll know all about the life of Jesus and why he's the star of Christmas. So that's a challenge that's been set to us in the magazine and something you might like to set yourself with your star. Or if you would rather, then I invite you to take the star and to think of someone else that you know who needs to know about Jesus, someone who'd be interested in following the star and finding out about Jesus this Christmas. And take that star and give it to them as an invitation. Come with me, follow the star, come to our carol service, come to Messy Church, come to something else that's happening around Worcester Park uh, this Christmas so that we can together follow the star and find out more about Jesus. Okay, the stars are going to continue to go round as far as possible, but we're going to sing together. So as we stand, please join me in singing our fa- one of my favourite songs, very appropriate for today, Shine, Jesus Shine. Please stand. <laughs> 